Welcome to Behind Business Trends, Nuka Edition podcast, powered by Hashtag Mall Network. I'm your host, Tanisha Irvin. This podcast spotlights trendy consumer goods brands in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area and is sponsored by The Company Lab. If you need help starting or growing your business, visit www.colab.co and schedule your first wayfinding meeting with a team member today. Today, we are here with Brianna Garza, the founder of Chat Taste Food Tours. Brianna, welcome to Behind Business Trends, Nuga Edition. How are you today? Thanks for having me. I'm doing really well. Um, I love the fact that I get to see someone face to face. Um, <laughs> I know, right? In the age of Zoom, like this is a highlight. So this is the highlight of my day. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. You know, I've seen your business, Chattanooga, um, Chattanooga Food Tours around town. Um, I've seen you like all over the news, all over social media, like you're everywhere. So I'm really pleased to be able to sit down with you and really get to know who is this woman behind this amazing brand. So I'm super excited. So let's, let's dive right in. All right. So let's start off with where are you from originally? Ooh, um, super convoluted question. Okay. Um, the short answer is I was born in Vicenza, Italy. Um, I'm the daughter of a, a U.S. Army veteran, so we traveled a lot. So to say where I'm, I'm from, I have no clue. <laughs> but I call Chattanooga home. I've been here for 14 years, so any Army brat watching or listening is like, yeah, that's your home. That's the longest you've probably been anywhere. And, and that's true. Um, where I'm from is a little bit difficult to answer, but I'm a Chattanoogan. I love it. I love that answer. That was a very raw and honest answer. And I think, like you said, Army brats can definitely relate to that. So what was it like? What was your childhood like? Was it, you know, always constantly making new friends? You know, um, what was the it lack like? thereof? Um, <laughs> I would say, okay, moving was rough. I, I won't sugarcoat that, yeah. you know. Um, moving around and not having like childhood friends. Even now in, in my 30s, I hear people talk about friendships that have lasted 15, 20 years, and I don't necessarily have that, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. um, because the relationships that I'm building now matter so much to me. Um, but when I think about my childhood, it consisted of moving and eating. The first thing that we would do when we got to a new location is my dad would find out where the locals eat, where they hang out, where they shop. And that's where we made the most connections. That's where we hung out. Um, and it has played a huge role into how this business is structured now. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So let me ask you, when you were growing up, did you always know that you would be an entrepreneur or do you feel like it's something that you grew into? Oh goodness, I definitely uh, wasn't born an entrepreneur. I was born to get an education, go to college, get a good job, provide for your family. Um, I do think I became an entrepreneur because truly um, environment, because of the people I was around in Chattanooga, because of the support of the city. Um, I can't say I was born an entrepreneur. Okay. Okay, that's cool. And tell me about, um, you said that you went to school here. Um, what was that like? What, what brought you to Chattanooga? Well, originally I was accepted into UTK, okay. super intimidated by the campus. So um, my plan was to stop in UTC as a roadblock, do my freshman year at UTC, I was only 17 when I graduated, and then transfer to UT Knoxville. And then I remember it was the end of the first semester of, in college, and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Why would I move again? Um, but I blossomed here. I'm telling you, the Brianna prior to Chattanooga, who was had no intention on getting to know people and developing lasting relationships because 
who knows how long we'll be around each other and the Brianna now are two different women. Time played a huge role in that. Um, but this, I have so much appreciation for the city because I grew as a person here. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that your college experience helped to shape that for you? I'm working on giving my degree back. What um, was your degree in, by the way? <laughs> I, you know, if anyone knows a person. But um, my degree is in political science. Okay. Um, I started off pre-law and then changed my concentration into um, public administration and nonprofit management. And so the last 10 years of my life, I've overseen uh, clinical services for a nonprofit using wow. my nonprofit background. Very interesting, Brianna. I didn't know that about you. Okay, so like, how did political science to nonprofits, how did you get into Chattanooga Taste Food Tours? How, where did that come from? Good night. People expect a really poetic <laughs> response, like, oh, I just love to cook. It was just, it's in me. I can't boil an egg, okay? Well, now that you tell that story about your dad, like, mm -hmm. it kind of, like, fits, you it know, does. because it's exactly that same concept. I see food and plating and fine dining um, the way someone walks into a gallery and looks at art. I have an appreciation. Like you go to a concert, not because you can play the guitar, not because you are Beyonce and you can hit those notes, mm -hmm. because you have an appreciation for the arts. I think people often forget that your plate, your dining experience is culinary arts. So Chat Taste was um, kind of a reflection of my background, who I am, how I grew up. Um, but that appreciation, not because I'm the best cook, is almost a mute point because I have an appreciation for what that back of the, back of the house does. Yeah. And I like to share that with people. Like imagine meeting someone, and even my background in nonprofit management, mm -hmm. hiring practitioners, hiring therapists, you can conduct business in a public setting and it tells you so much about a person, how they treat the waitress, how they treat the staff, and I, that's a huge indicator on whether I wanted to do business with you in that previous setting. Mm -hmm. So it translates so well into what I do now because that's my comfort zone. I can know exactly who you are if we share a meal together. That's real, that's so true. It tells a lot, that's, yeah. that's very telling. Um, what inspired you to create your brand, Chat Taste? Like, where did you decide to connect the dots and say, I'm gonna do a tour, we're gonna you know, try all these fabulous restaurants. Like, where did that idea blossom? Okay, well, I, I, I consider myself the co-founder of Chat Taste. Okay. When we were developing the company, it was myself and two other friends. Okay. And um, I pay full homage to them because we were like, listen, we can do this. We love eating out. Um, we were doing it essentially for free anyway because <laughs> We ate out so much. Were you like foodies? Was yes. this like a foodie group? Okay. You know if you don't have food on your Instagram, it's not, it's not <laughs> popping. You ain't doing it if you don't have a pretty plate on there at some point. Um, but people, uh, after I graduated from UTC, I won't say what, what year because people will start doing math, but I've been here for 15 years, so there you go. Um, all my friends moved away. There was like a pilgrimage to Dallas and Atlanta, but during homecoming and when people come back to visit, they always ask, like, Brianna, what do I do? Where do I eat? I know you know the scoop. Yeah. So I was essentially curating these dining experiences um, naturally anyway. Um, and then I started getting into property management. I launched a few uh, Airbnbs. Okay. And We're going to get into that yes. too. I want to hear a lot about oh, that. It's, it's all about the origin story for Chat Taste. <laughs> so, well, let's go into it now. Yeah. So um, the property management thing, how did that navigate into chat taste and what were you doing with the property management? Um, so I, not a property manager, capital P, 
capital M, not a property manager proper, but managing okay. my own properties, um, I spent my 20s buying houses. It was my way of uh, building wealth for my daughter. I'm the proud mother of a third grader at CSAS. Um, and so I was legacy building. I was building something for our family. Um, and a few of those properties, I began looking into short-term vacation rentals, Airbnbs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I used to launch Chat Taste. And I think that that part of the story matters so much because um, I'm really proud that Chat Taste is debt-free. And you can be a debt-free company if you are creative enough and you're willing to take a few risks outside of the conventional route of getting funding through um, a loan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so I, that's what I do now. In, in addition to, to food tours, um, I help other entrepreneurs and people interested learn how to start their own Airbnb companies um, with empty bedrooms. If you have a couch or a backyard, you can Airbnb and be successful on that platform. Um, so so yeah. you teach this? Like, where can people find out about this? Well, we are actually have a class coming up. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yes, we do. do. Um, February 9th, uh, we'll be hosting it in conjunction with Proof Bar and Incubator, um, located on MLK Boulevard. It'll be um, February 9th at 5.30. Um, tickets are not live now. Give it some time. And we are going to be launching those tickets. They'll be available for purchase as of January 25th. Okay, that's not too far from now. No. Sign me up. I'm definitely yeah, interested yeah. in that. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to bring you back to talk about For you know sure. your um, Airbnb mentoring. But I, I can only assume that from you, and first of all, let me back up. As a realtor here in Chattanooga, mm -hmm. like I applaud you for just having the, the wisdom and the insight at 20 to build wealth through um, through home ownership and by you know investing in real estate. I too agree that that is like one of the fastest mm -hmm. pathways to building legacy, to building wealth, um, to having the American dream. So um, I salute you for that. So I can only assume, yes, ma'am. So I can only assume that you know from your Airbnb clients that came in, they were like, where do we go? What do we do? And then voila, chat taste. Exactly. <laughs> you're, if you're going to be doing it anyway, why not structure it? And it actually came about, I was um, at a coffee shop, a local coffee shop, and I was doing, uh, I was hosting, so I'm interfacing with guests, telling them what to do, um, where to go. And it was, it was a challenge. You're like, why don't you just do that? Like, like you, know, you can't get paid to have dinner and eat lunch. Um, Fast forward two years, my full-time job is to eat dinner and lunch. That's what I do now, full-time. Yeah. I would say that you're, to make this work, I'm, I'm just thinking about all the different um, parts that go along with the relationships, you know, like the contracts or whatever, because it helped me under, explain it to our, our watchers, to our viewers. Um, Chat Taste does what when they go on a tour, and then we can kind of break down the relationship um, guru that you are to make this masterpiece all come together. But what is the experience like? So imagine going to four restaurants, peak hours. So we're talking pre-COVID, the, the, the restaurant is packed out. Mm -hmm. You are in a group, small group of six to eight guests. You're walking right past everyone waiting. You sit down, the chef plates you your food, not the servers. You're having direct interaction with the executive chef who has curated a meal just for you. Because prior to you coming, when you purchased your ticket, you had already designated your allergies, your dietary preferences. If you don't like tomatoes, if white sauce makes you cringe, I know all of that. I've captured all of that information. And from that information, the chef has curated a meal just for you. It's all about the experience. Can you go out to eat on your own? Absolutely. 
but you can't interface and interact with the executive chef who only does back of the house unless you're on a food tour. So the food tour is visiting three to four restaurants in a single evening. All food tours are two hours long. And it's the experience. It's talking to the chef. It's understanding their background. It's, we're storytellers. Chat taste is a play on words. It's a conversation over food. That is so dope, Brianna. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in love with the concept, with the idea. So you mentioned that pre-COVID, this is when you could, you know, get in despite, you know, you don't have to make a reservation. Everything is handled through Chat Taste food tours. Um, how has COVID changed your business structure? Has it changed it? It has, um, but not much. Okay. Um, ironically, you know, um, your typical food tour company is going to bring 20, uh, upwards of 25 guests at a time um, to have a, kind of this experience. We always wanted um, this food tour company to be an intimate experience. You really want, I want to remember all the guest names. When I'm training tour guides, I want them to understand and have a relationship with every group. And you can't do that in large numbers. So pre-COVID, uh, we maxed our group size out at eight guests. Okay. Post-COVID, we reduced it by two. Um, our business model is still the same. We still do primarily patio open air seating. Um, so we were able to maintain the still level of intimacy for our food tour experience. Okay. Um, honestly, pre-COVID as we are doing, uh, operating now. Okay, and um, on average, how much are your food tours? Like What's the price range? So the price range of food tours is going to average between $55 and $69. For four meals? For four experiences at four restaurants? Does that include drinks? I'm not paying her to say this. I'm <laughs> I promise I did not slide her some money. Yes! Is that not insane? And it's meant to be an exchange. Yeah. The why not? Why wouldn't you yeah. do a food tour? It's two hours. It is the same price and uh, exchange of a conventional dinner. Like, why wouldn't you? Exactly, my thoughts exactly. So what is your current role within the company? You mentioned before that it started with you and two co-founders. What's your current role? And so I have 100% ownership now. My co-founders, uh, one co-founder is working to become a nurse practitioner. My other co-founder is now a licensed social worker. So their careers have taken them on other paths, mm -hmm. um, but they still provide so much knowledge and so much support for the company. So I will always consider myself a co-founder although I do um, own the company 100%. Nice, nice. Let's talk about overcoming challenges. You seem like a go-getter. Like, I don't think I've ever seen you not with like a positive, upbeat, uh -huh. you know, attitude and, you know, an energy about yourself. And I know every day isn't like that, but from the outside looking in, it looks like your world is fantastic. What challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them? Oh gosh, I hate to state the obvious. I mean, the elephant in the room is that the entire globe has done like a paradigm shift. No one knows what's going on. Uh, right now, my new favorite word is insurrectionist. You know, okay. like, it's yes. insane. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but I, to your point is about perspective. And I do think challenges force creatives to figure it out. You know, a recession is a creative's playground. You know, we take obstacles and we found, find these ways um, to grow roses out of concrete regardless. Problem solvers. Yes, yeah. and I can tell, what, honestly, Tanisha, I was able to slow down during COVID long enough to think processes through. Um, and I want that to be our reputation. I want all of the business that we provide to be thorough, to be well thought out. And once you get going, 
and that wheel doesn't slow down. I mean, if you oil it well, I mean, you're, you're gone, right? Correct. COVID has allowed me to slow down long enough to be sure that our next move and how we're operating our customer service experience is thorough. Um, so I, COVID has had, has been thrown so many curveballs, but I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I appreciate this time. Same. I feel the same way. It, it was, it slowed you down, yeah. but it was a good slowdown. It was a very, you know, um, strategic slowdown. Yes. And I feel like it's going to thrust um, a lot of us, mm -hmm. you know, way further than we would have been if we would have been just rushing through the year, yeah. you know, if we were just like the hustle and bustle. I saw a meme and it said, listen, if, if, if there's a meme, you're not the only one going through it, right? Doesn't right, it make you right. feel better? Like, it oh, it's just me. <laughs> um, and it said that if you didn't, if the, if you didn't hustle during the pandemic, the hustle may not be in you. Yeah, it's not. That's facts. Like I, I, I second that. I second that because if you didn't have it, then you had all this time, all the time in the world. Time was like standing I'm just still. I saying. felt like I was in Jamaica. It was like you know, it's Iron Man. Everything is uh -huh. slow motion. So you're right. If you couldn't get it together, then I don't know what to say. That you was know? your time. That was your time. So look, speaking of like new levels and new steps and you know regrouping and really slowing things down, I understand that Chat Taste Food Tours now has an additional product um, that that birthed. Did it like happen out of 2020 or? Okay, tell, do, tell, tell oh us about my it. Gosh. You're asking me about like a, a child, and my daughter's gonna <laughs> listen to this. Like what? Um, Yes, so we, uh, and I have CoLab to thank, you know, thank, th thank them for sponsoring this podcast no, and letting me tell this story, uh, but I am a graduate of um, the Consumer Goods Program sponsored by CoLab, and I could not have um, dedicated that time to that program um, if it wasn't, if we weren't in a global pandemic, um, but I'm so proud of the product that was birthed as a result of it, mm -hmm. and, you know, lead into a taste of Chattanooga box. You know, um, one thing I want people to know about our company is that we don't pretend to know. We, there is no PR person with these ultra political responses to questions. If there's an inquiry and I don't know the answer, you're likely gonna get a response to say, I have no clue, mm -hmm. but I will get back to you. And we do get back to you. And we do appreciate the questions that guests ask, that consumers ask. And one question that we were plagued with is, what about people that are, are, are high risk? I understand that you've reduced group sizes, that your food tours are patio-based. Mm -hmm. I want to support local restaurants. I want to be a friend of the food and beverage industry, but I don't want to necessarily go out in public. And you know, I want to mitigate risk as much as possible. And that's what the Taste of Chattanooga Box is. We're taking our philosophy of supporting the food and beverage industry, small businesses in Chattanooga, and we're delivering it to your door. You know, um, we're in this, uh, we Chattanooga, is such an altruistic um, community. Mm -hmm. We want to give back. We are supporters of each other. And sometimes people just don't know how. And that's what we were solving. Like, how do I su support the community? You do that by supporting multiple small businesses in one box. A box can have upwards of 13 businesses inside of it. Wow, wow. That's, I mean, how innovative can you be? I like the fact that you're like, okay, oh, that's the problem solved, you know, we can bring the packages to you. So I understand now it's a hand delivery service or you come to, how does it work? Tell us. So it's by definition, it's a subscription box. Okay. So you make your order now and it comes in two flavors and excuse the food pun. I, there, there'll be abundant <laughs> during this conversation. Um, but the first flavor is, is, is the subscription service. You sign up for the subscription and it's at a discounted rate. 
and every month you get a, a box delivered to your door, but it's not of the same product. Every so month. Every month it's yes, something different. it's a different theme. So yeah. now we're in veganary, vegan, you airy, help me with it. No, we don't know. It yeah, is the I, vegan month. In January, <laughs> we are sponsoring vegan products. And so next month, there'll be a completely different grouping, a selection of, of local consumer goods products delivered to your door. Um, the second option for your box is a one-time gift. So you're not, you're not subscribing. Mm -hmm. You want to purchase one box delivered to this location. And that location can be a business. It could be a thank you to a colleague. It could be um, delivered at a state. We deliver across the continental U.S. Um, it's a way for people that weren't able to travel during the holiday season, that have family members in Chattanooga, have ties to Chattanooga, to get a piece of the city delivered to their door with, no matter where you are. Nice. So what do we call this product? The Chat Taste Box? The Taste of Chattanooga Box. The Taste of Chattanooga Box. <laughs> okay. I like it. I like it. And so it's a subscription service and also a one-stop, mm -hmm. um, you know, one-time delivery service as yes. well. That's sweet. So do you still do the tours? We do. Okay, so now you have both. We have both. And um, we, we, wanna, we want our, our customers to feel heard because we are listening. You know, um, mm -hmm. food tours are still an available option. Um, we are only partnering with restaurants that not only follow, follow CDC guidelines, but have honored this Tennessee pledge, which is additional layer of scrutiny in terms of COVID consciousness and precaution. Um, so we are, we're, we're definitely doing our part to make sure that this experience can be um, valued but safe. Um, but if that's not, you know, what you're looking for, this box answers, answers that call to action of how do I support the food and beverage industry that is still in crisis. We have not recovered in terms of food and beverage at this point, um, and we have no idea what the future holds. You know, we use um, verbiage like new normal, um, but we're still waiting for it to, to go away. You know, we kind of contradict ourselves. Um, so yeah, this is, this is what we do now. Your wow. food tour in a box. Yeah, I just wanna like really congratulate you. You're doing amazingly well despite the pandemic. Um, despite all the changes, you've innovated, you've pivoted. That's like the word of yes. 2020 is pivot. <laughs> and you've, you've, you've turned out a very fabulous product that is very 2021, very futuristic, and it still works. And you're able to support local. And I feel like that is who you are, Brianna. Whenever I look at your social media, it's all about supporting your local economy, your local small businesses. And I think that's exactly what we need to continue to do during these really pressing and unprecedented times, right? So how is it um, being a black founder in Chattanooga, Tennessee? A black female founder? Good night. Um, a black female parent. I mean, we can go on and right, on. Right. Um, Listen, this city, this is a business incubator. Mm -hmm. If you have a good idea, it doesn't matter if you are an orange chameleon business owner. If you're passionate about your product, you're passionate about your business, and you are going to do the work, have the grit to make your product uh, sustainable and build the relationship, you're going to do well here. I mean, we're, we're nationally recognized for being a business incubator. You know, Chattanooga is where you come to uh, to start that project, to to take that leap. Um, it's gig city, right? It is gig city. Right. You know, we're the fastest internet girl. Get on that internet. <laughs> Shout out to EPP. And book a tour, right? <laughs> right. Um, but in terms of to, to truly uh, to slow down and answer that question, I do feel that if I were in another city, I don't necessarily feel I would have the same opportunity as I have here. Um, I've always been able to have uh, what I call the most valuable resource 
and that's access to mentors and people. Speaking of mentors, um, who would you consider to be your business mentor? Oh my, like I can, I can pull up, roll out the scroll, right? <laughs> um, first of all, I've been a huge fan of yours for forever. Oh, stop it. No, seriously. And I know you're the host and we're not supposed to do this, but come on, like you're killing it too. Um, but in terms of food and beverage, I have to shout out, um, in, in hospitality, Tom Underwood, the GM at the Westin. Okay. You know, West Village and the Westin Hotel were one of the first groups to adopt this crazy philosophy of, can I bring people in to meet your chef? Yeah. Fantastic you know? spot, by the way. I'm obsessed with it. I think yeah. it's amazing. I think Chattanooga's ready for it. I love it. Um, in terms of mentorship, I have to, to say uh, Mia Littlejohn. Um, who was a, a, one of the instructors for the CoLab uh, Consumer Goods Program. Um, she's helped me so much, not just as a female entrepreneur, but as a mother, um, balancing those roles and those hats, um, because it's difficult. Absolutely. You want to give all of those roles 100% and you know finding that balance. So she has been instrumental in that regard. Um, Javier Ramos, who is the restaurateur at Elementari. Um, I'd have to say good night, Adam, who is the owner of Pedigo Chattanooga, because the food tour company is not just food. We're kind of a small business brand in general. Yeah. Uh, but I could go on and on about mentors, and I'm doing that to emphasize the importance of them. Yes. You have to have mentors. Absolutely, and I would think that, you know, I want to circle back to something I said earlier, mm -hmm. that I feel that one of your gifts, one of your many strengths, and the reason why you've been so successful in this city um, is because of your relationships, of your ability to build relationships and to foster them and um, to make them you know, somewhat strategic and work for you in your business. Yeah. Like, um, is that something that you've always had? Like, what can, what can you say to someone that's out there that's like, you know, I feel limited in Chattanooga. Like, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, but I feel like, you know, I don't have the opportunities or I don't have the know-how to get my business out there. What advice do you have, do you have as it pertains to relationships? Because you're like the relationship master, okay? Don't be afraid to ask. I think the biggest obstacle that small business owners have, and me included starting off, is having this weird notion that you should have your shit together. Mm -hmm. You know, like it is okay to not know. Mm -hmm. It is okay to, to ask the dumb question because I guarantee you, there are 15 other people. You can be in a room of 20. You can ask a question and 15 people don't know the answer either. I'm not afraid to say I have no idea what that means. Can you break that? Can you unpack that? And people are so passionate about what they do is that they appreciate someone that's interested in what they know, their, their know-how. And I reciprocate those relationships. The second piece of advice to that is to uh, be a good steward of people's time show up on time if they're gonna be feeding into you and dropping gems, um, send that thank you note after the meeting. You know, when you see them, like pay homage to what they've, they've offered you. And if there's a way to barter and for you to reciprocate what they've provided, do that. Do that willingly, do it abundantly, never stop. Um, if, you haven't, if you haven't talked to a mentor in over a year, fix that. Every, every couple of months you need to be saying, hey, is there anything I can do for you? And that is just, that's in me. That is, a, uh, that is an intrinsic value that my parents instilled. You be appreciative of people that help you. That's good advice. That's good stuff right there. Awesome stuff. Well, I could talk to you all day, Brianna. <laughs> like, I, I definitely want to have you back. It's, it's been amazing talking to you and learning about your, your business, chat, taste, food tours. Um, 
2.0. No, yeah, right. But you know, I love um, the the taste box and everything you have got going on. For all our viewers and listeners watching, will receive a 15% discount on your next purchase with Chat Chase Food Tours. Uh, check the link below um, and visit her website, which is chattaste.com, for a discount on your next purchase. Brianna, thank you so much. Um, you are a superwoman. We reciprocate our proudness yes, um, to one another. <laughs> Keep pushing on. I know that 2021 is going to be your best year yet. Thank you so much for being our guest today. And until next time, thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Behind Business Trends, Nuga Edition podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Behind Business Trends. I'm your host, Tanisha Irvin, signing off. Peace and love.